I'm about to bang. What up? What up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we about to bang. The Turkish joint. Yeah, we about to hit them. You are the original Turkish joint. Up, my Turkish joint. Yours. We want yours. What up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Real live talk family. Shit, man. Live tie handles. This is the real live talk podcast platform radio show. The host with the most. You know what I mean? Try not to ghost everybody. Buddy, it sound like we about to do some death today. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here with the brethren. Sound like we about to make some non. DJ 88 Keys, you know what I mean? My brethren, DJ 88 Keys, man. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do on the Real Live Talk podcast platform radio show. And we're doing a tribute to ethnic music. <laughs> he said, no, that's ethnic. just the background music, but we about to do some real live stuff. We're going to run some real live coach with different flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you already know. That's why I roll with brethren. We bring some different shit to the table when I'm banging off his beats. You know what I'm saying? But we here with episode 143, season three. On this uh, soulful, sultry Sunday evening, Sunday night. Depending where you at in the world, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the real live flags that support the real live talk movement. All of them. We, like I said, we 20 deep. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and double up, man. Let's get 30 deep. <laughs> let's get 30 deep, baby. All praises due to the most high. All powerful God Almighty. Yes indeed. Some of you folks, man, are always gonna be in the position you are in. Your conditioning will constantly be your holdback. If you don't look at the God that's inside of you, you'll fall for whatever God that they put in front of you. I'm just saying. <laughs> they call them false idols. Yeah, false idols. You know, you know the idea. Yeah. And a lot of folks, turn it down a little bit real quick. It's one like two, one notch. Right there. A lot of folks, have the audacity to have these idealistic ways in their head about every aspect of life. And it's always going to have a trickle effect on the most important aspects of life if you have that kind of mentality. You bring that kind of low-frequency-ass energy and small mind thinking and shit. Like, come on now. If you don't know how to adapt in this shit by now, then damn. <laughs> That's sad. Like, for real, if you don't know how to adapt at this fucking point, if people are still trying to do the same shit after they show they can shut the world down, not just the United States, not just Canada, not just Mexico, not, you know what I'm saying? Shut the world down. On some bullshit. Y'all don't even know what the fuck real shit ever, ever, ever been about. Regardless of any motherfucking experience you have had in your life. With the exception of losing individuals that you would have definitely loved to have around you during that motherfucking time. Simple as that. Gotta be empathetic. You understand? I don't have any sympathy for anybody that doesn't know how to move and maneuver through their foundational traumas. I don't have not one bit of sympathy, but I do have empathy for individuals that stay stuck of some sort 
because empathy the whole is, empathy is way more powerful than sympathy. Exactly. Say that again. Any, I don't have Turn any that, sympathy. Hit one more notch down. I don't have any sympathy. Empathy is way more powerful than sympathy. Yeah. Sympathy is feeling sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for anybody. Why? Because I don't feel sorry for myself. Huh. You know, I, I look at situations I put myself in mm-hmm. and things that have happened. And I could say, oh, it happened because they don't like black people. Or it happened because of this. I can blame a thousand people, but when I stop and put the blame on me, then I can't have sympathy for myself. Right, right. So I don't have sympathy for nobody. <laughs> but empathy is way more powerful. Right. Empathy is actually putting yourself in that situation. Keep telling people that. That is... That's you should always have empathy. If you don't, then you are not. Empathy is understanding somebody else's situation. Yeah, I feel like folks. And you don't need to have sympathy to understand somebody else's situation. I agree. You can put yourself in their shoes and say, "What would I have done?" Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How hmm. would I have handled that? Huh? <laughs> you know, sympathy is just like, oh, I pity you. <laughs> you know, I feel sorry that they had to go through that. Huh. No, actually, put put their shoes on and and try to walk in them, huh. see what it was like. Because I, I I have never been raped or raped anyone. Right. But, but those that have been through that shit, on, yes. And it, I don't and like how they fit. Sympathy is just, oh, I'm so sorry you got raped. <laughs> Pretty That's, much the way they come at how black pe- people yeah, get treated in America. I'm so sorry, I'm that, so that, sorry happened. that happened to you. I but wasn't one no, of the ones. Put their shoes on Shut and up. think of it, yeah. Especially some of y'all dudes. You know, think of somebody that took it to your little uh, brown yeah. hole like that. <laughs> you like, you know, like they tell you to just relax your muscles. We trying to help y'all out with identifying yourselves, and you get mad at us for letting you know where you come from. No. Sounds like jealousy to me. Sounds like jealousy yeah, to me. Yeah, and it, well, I think men have a hard time putting it. You know what I'm saying, though? With the, with the, with the, with the, with the but with a woman, it's hard to have empathy for it. It's like, well, you did this, or you brought this on, or you, you know. Men don't get raped. Not often. We do. Actually, we do. We well, get raped. We get raped. We get raped. Men, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Men, as a, as a whole gender, but definitely... Men of, uh, of especially black men, anything. Well, you talking about getting raped? Acknowledge culture and everything. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. that's worse. Right, the way we act, many of us have lost our mind. Remember that? That's a quote. <laughs> We've been robbed of our culture. We've been robbed of all that. You know. So, but we get a different kind, well, and, then it's hit, they, and then it's hitting from different angles. Yeah. No, I, the, I'm touching on the point of physically. Oh no, that no. men can't put themselves in that position. Like you said, at one point in time, that was going on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Right in front of our families, <laughs> you know. But men be like, "Oh, that'll never happen." You can't put yourself in that position because it's like it'll never happen to me. But the, you the whole, put the them whole. shoes on and think of what it's like because then the whole instilling different insight on that type of day, like. Well, nobody can ever take something that I don't want them to take. Man, they, they, but but you talking about physically? You you comparing that to a woman? But like you just said, they took your culture. They took you. You have to have shit taken from you, but you can't. You, you think it physically. Well, nobody can take anything from me, so I don't understand how that can happen to somebody. 
Yes, indeed. I understand exactly what you're saying. Turn it up one more time. Because I feel exactly what you're saying with that one. Because that's how it be. And just like, if you're going to sit up and be all the way cool with the uncool, then I can understand. And this is one thing that would be considered controversial. But I'm going to say, I can understand why a brother like Kanye would say slavery was a choice. Uh, well, it wasn't exactly on Craigslist. You know, it wasn't like a job opportunity. Um, you didn't say choice, though. Look. It's like, I, I think you're Look, here, I'm going to go I'm gonna go even deeper with it. What I think about that, go ahead with that, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Because the whole ideal of slavery was so versus the reality of being enslaved when those white sailors or those you know colonizing ass sailors was going dead because they didn't have the kind of capacity to be on the on the on, in the water that long who you think they were getting to keep on navigating them boats they had a little bit of every style tribe Oh, oh yeah. well, so they go back to Moby Dick. But, but, you know, you get what I'm saying with that? Yeah. So folks, like, oh, okay, I'll drive us to our, you know, I'll drive yeah, us I'll to I'll drive us to hill. Hey. You get what I'm saying? And that's just you, back in the day shit. That's, look, that's back in the day shit. If you already on what the a, way to hill. What about the modern day shit? People sitting up choosing to make justifiable, not, well, try to justify wrong. Because they've been comfortable in that shit. But you know what I'm saying? This is generations and generations of people that's comfortable on welfare. Which black people get really offended if I say that. But my mother and them were trying to get off of it, not stay on it. You know, it was not a thing you were supposed to stay on and raise your children on. <laughs> my mom took us to the illest restaurant. Yeah. It was because she, on your feet she did. And, she and was, she was made too much money. To be on that. That was a celebration. See, my mother she wasn't sitting there on saying, like, oh, how am I make this happen? This and that. She no. wasn't on it. It was a celebration. Went through it. And people get sensitive about it because I say my family went through it. The earlier generations, they all was on it. Yeah. But it was a springboard. They used it to get on their feet. It wasn't a thing of, I'm not going to work because I got this coming in. Which is why those Trump people out there hate us. Huh. <laughs> because they like, well, you just gonna live like that? <laughs> you know? and, and you said Trump? Well, nah. the good old boys, not not Trump. But he ain't even one of them. But the good old boys, they like, well, this is how they live. They 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 just live like this. I'm, I'm gonna keep on laughing at that shit because Trump wasn't one of those people. Y'all, Trump got used to incite a racial riot that they needed to go down to take away from what was going down during the pandemic. Hear me out on that. Hear me out on that. On top of that, he did it real quick. He wasn't comfortable in that shit. So when he got the jabbing at the whole thing, that they was like, please don't check the all. He did it, y'all. He did it. Please don't say, oh, he said it again. Oh, he's telling the truth. 
he was so sick of it, he's the only one that devised a plan of execute a plan of uh of putting the plan on together to start the process of respecting the work and the whole thing that black people black you know what I'm saying? Like Oh man, you know what I'm saying, man. I ain't gonna even. I ain't gonna. So. No man. But I, I, I said him just has some good old boys where they like, hey, y'all. He not, did incite the good old boys, using, the proud boys. The he right did, way. and the only reason the proud so, boys were sitting there behind them all like that is because he used that right wordplay mm-hmm. to hit certain individuals. I can't argue with it. Good old boys, I don't have no problem with it. I get along with rednecks. You know why? Because I know where they're coming what? from ahead of time. Boys, I don't like boys, them old. I don't like them ones, the white folks or any folk, but definitely white ones that know how to put that smile on, and they're the ones watching you get fucking lit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then have the audacity to say because they didn't physically do it themselves, they're not guilty. What they not? You get what I'm going with that? I mean, who is? We do that. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? We well, do it to ourselves. Did, well, I'm not guilty. None of this shit that's happened. They did the whole. But, actually, if you part of the, if you raise people in a certain way, you did this or that, then you are guilty. But if we put the step back to it, that's just human nature right there. That's not black or white. That's, that's not a black or white thing. Saying, hey, I ain't had no parts in this, but you actually did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you're so quick to say you didn't because you think not directly did I have a part in it. Right. But people forget about indirectly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Because directly, I could pay for a hooker tonight and just give her the money. Or I could go get a girlfriend and indirectly pay for the pussy. So, you know what I'm saying? People need to understand directly and indirectly. Yes, indeed. Yeah, how about that part? That part, and then some. Some of that, all that. You want to step back and say, hey, I ain't had nothing to do with it. Yes, you did. did. Yes, you did. You had a big ass hand in that. Well, indirectly, I didn't. Well, indirectly is the same as getting a girlfriend and paying all that money and still trying to pay all that money to fuck. Well, you could have just directly went and got a hooker and paid the money for the night. (laughs) Yep. Just telling y'all, that's you know, there's a difference between directly and indirectly for tonight. Yes, 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 yes. That's a, a great demonstration of what is the real life sensation. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, y'all. Let's not fool ourselves. So everybody that jump at that's black, white, anybody that just jump. I got a problem. Like, hey, I ain't had nothing to do with that. Yes, you did. Not only did you have something to do with it. If you say I ain't had nothing to do with it, you did. You did, did. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. That's why I be like, that's old school parenting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't do this? <laughs> like, I didn't even ask you what you did. You just told me you didn't do something. The realest, the realest, <laughs> the realest thing I've heard from a, 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 a Caucasian, blandy span individual, and no shit, no disrespect to y'all, because some of the most beautiful people exist that have that old same. They have that same pigmentation that y'all have. <laughs> pigmentation? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Moving forward, the illest and realest thing I've ever heard of white person say to me, oh, they God. didn't try to do the passive aggressive. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> they looked at me. My as mother I was, was a hey, look, look, look. They looked at me dead in the face as I was getting my little, you know, spin, spewing my shit, talking some of this shit right here. 
And they look funny. Look, when I finally shut down for a quick second, looked at me in the face and said, I know where shitty. <laughs> I know we shitty. Hey. I know we're shitty. I know we've been, you know. I used to work at a country club under Slow's thing. But a lot of white people were like, hey, one mother and them, they were full of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that person. <laughs> they want me to know, like, hey, please. <laughs> no, what? A lot of people don't want you to pay for they don't want to pay for the sins of the father. So they, they put it right, right out there directly, like, hey. <laughs> I know my father was a dickhead. <laughs> right. But I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know my father told a lot of black jokes. <laughs> but I've never only said one. <laughs> oh, I've never only I've never, I've never only said, said one. Uh, maybe only one. Maybe I said one black joke. But it's because I learned it from my father. <laughs> they, they, they like got disclaimers when it comes to that. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> My parents were racist and shitty. You know, I mean, they basically stopped short and said, hey, my parents might own a few slaves, but I'm not that guy. I, I mean, I, I, I always <laughs> treated them nice. Yeah. I treated them. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. We treated the help good. Now, some of them are like, like, hey, we always treated the help good. Because that was it in our lifetime. That was my mother's generation. So they think by treating the help good, they did okay. We did right by God. And they put that kind of same mentality into a whole human race of individuals. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's a crap. And now it's a crapshoot. Who sees through it or who's still with it? If you're still with it, we got all sorts of benefits coming for you after we try to wipe you out. We're going to try to wipe you out in the process of it, but if you still survive after we get reach our full potential, oh, we got some. We have some. We have something for you. You will never ever fucking forget. Get the fuck out of here. I love what you did on this production right here. Oh, yeah. But yeah, tell people about that. That's ethic, too. Yeah. That's on some Irish level stuff though. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I mean. Well, that's see every every culture you name is. It's all in us. This and is, we are first of all, we was here first, so we got everybody. Like damn, <laughs> like we covered a whole gamut. Maybe quit, not those things. Quit sessions. having that. Quit, <laughs> have, quit <laughs> like, having. Y'all need to quit. A lot of y'all need to quit having. A lot of y'all cultures need to quit having that Ricky Bobby attitude. If you're not first, you're last. You know what I mean? Yeah, like damn. Exactly. Somebody had to that start it. Even make sense. Somebody, had, somebody. <laughs> somebody had to start it, and y'all don't even want to acknowledge it. Like, damn. If you ain't first, you ain't. yeah, y'all need to get that Ricky Bobby I'm idea out sure your you head. Might be second or third. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. You still get a medal when you second or third, right? When yeah. it comes to the Olympics, you know, competition, agree, shit. You know. Damn, you get the trophy. It's funny though. I you do. Get, like, if I was. Coaching the team, you get a blood class trophy. It's you get kind of funny. Though, if I was trying to motivate somebody. I would I almost tell them that to not be don't settle for second. I would tell them in that way, like you know, it's kind of funny though. Like we said, like if I was like trying to motivate somebody, like hey, if you ain't first, you last. But I would kind of use it as a don't settle for second. Like don't. Just kill yourself because you last. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't win first. Yeah, because you didn't win first. Because if you won second, you still. I would kind of use it in a way like, hey, still credible. don't settle for second, though. 
<laughs> if that makes sense. You know, hey, wait. <laughs> Don't settle for second. Don't settle for third. Strive for first. Now, if you get second or third, though, don't hang yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't start, don't, don't start, don't fucking uh, kill yourself, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to the individuals that are struggling with suicide issues. No, I'm not making a joke out of suicide. No, no, we're not. No, no. We want to make that clear on this podcast platform right now. Suicide is not the joke. It's not the joke. But we have individuals that put that kind of pressure on themselves because of the pressure that was put on them. And they not even in, they in high school putting that type of pressure on themselves. Like, cut it out. The pressure on me in high school was to graduate. Not all the other shit they're dealing with now. Well, I had to have good clothes and stuff, but that was... I had to have good clothes and stuff? I mean, but that, that was like, you know, that was suburb pressure. Eventually, I realized my mother was real, like, hey... You really give a shit about that or not? And only difference between but, but the suburb and the, the ghetto. God and me, like I don't care what the hell you wear, it's the, it's but you zoning. better graduate. <laughs> you better come with some grades. I don't care if you got British knights or whatever on your feet. Only and I'm old because I said that. Between the suburb and the ghetto is the zoning. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, but like I say, though, the, the pressure was the pressure in high school back then was to get out of it, get out of high school. Yeah. yeah, that too. But I, yeah, to graduate now, it's all this other pressure that's added. Like I, I look at my girl's daughter; they going through all these, like they having these girl wars, like in the fifth and sixth grade. Like, and this stuff is like, you know, like real stuff. Social media destroying their lives. Like fighting about goofy stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 it's viral. Like, these girls on War Star, they in the fucking fourth, fifth grade. Fighting about some dumb shit. And I look back like, man, my pressure was to just get out of school. Right. Like graduate, which was a lot of pressure because I wasn't the smartest one. But it goes to my point to don't give up because I wasn't first and I wasn't last. <laughs> so going by Ricky Bobby advice, I should have just hung myself. I should have just hung myself. <laughs> Because I definitely wasn't first. <laughs> but oh, I definitely shit. wasn't last either. You know what I'm saying? I was used to, it, it, when it came to sports competitions, I was used to coming in first, especially when it came to racing, you know, running the track and field and shit like that. Like, no, I would, I, I won half small fortune racing people for money. I was always they, the greatest athlete that never existed. It was like, I was Craig Elo. <laughs> like the, the greatest defensive player on Michael Jordan that went down in history for surrendering his shot. In elementary, I was beating <laughs> middle school people and high school people, hands down. Yeah. Let alone anybody in my own fucking elementary. She's like smoking them, but they started putting me to it. Hey, why don't you race this, uh, this guy with uh, uh, number one of the nationals? Okay. What? what? I didn't. Look. <laughs> I didn't take athletics that seriously because I was very competitive and I knew I was good. But I didn't take it that seriously because... Oh, the politics. You look like you were not going about to go through the politics and the whole thing. No, no. I didn't take it that seriously because it was like... Uh, it was like everybody expected me to lose. So if I lost, it was like cool because I didn't take it that seriously. But if I won, it was a big deal. So I was kind of playing the middle. <laughs> you know, hey... If I do good, then hey, victory for me. 
But I downplayed it all the time. Yeah, I downplayed it all the time. Like, well, if I lose, everybody expect me to lose anyway. I give you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but it turned out I was actually a very good athlete in a few sports. But because of me downplaying it all the time, I never like pursued it. Oh, it's like, real, real. Yeah, I never like reached my potential because it was just like, if I lose, everybody expect me to lose. If I win, everybody like, dude, you are the greatest. So I, I kind of set myself up for the compliment on that one yes. rather than pursuing something that, you know. This is the first time I'm actually being accountable and said uh, I wasn't headstrong enough to handle all the pressure with having the kind of talent and amazing ability I had. Look, I, 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 mean, I, I think we had a conversation about football, and I said they didn't even have a position for me until Eric Metcalf came along, and I realized what I was. Eric Metcalf, Dave Meggett, shout out yeah, to Yeah, yeah, right. We had that conversation. Yep. And I was like, they didn't even have a name for my position. It was like you, little fast guy, get out there on third and five and just catch the ball and run. What happened? Like, it wasn't even a drawn up play. It was a play, but it, it was so altered. Like, you know, but before Omaha, it was Omaha. <laughs> it was like, you know, they called that shit, you know, boom, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And then, basically, you get at the line and you alter it. And it's like, all right, he out there by himself just throwing the ball. I happen to be one of them athletes that if it's competition, I'm going to be good at it. Simple as that. Kickball. Anybody, I don't care what it was. Oh, Field hockey. Uh, track and field, you, you soccer. Didn't fuck with me in four square. So, soccer off the hook, right? <laughs> Curve ball, you know what I mean? Basketball, tennis. Me I play tennis, you know what I mean? Like golf is the only thing that's just boring to me. But I had precision no, and OCD, is, so I probably could have been a beast at that. No, golf is fun, but it's just ridiculously hard. I don't like the whole so concept. Whoever of, made this shit was drunk. Well, that's why I don't like the concept Scott, of where it came. You know, did you know that? They were sitting they, 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 Scottish. They, they, well, they said it. <laughs> now, this is like rumor, joke, whatever. But I don't know if it's real or not. But they say the reason they came up with 18 holes is because that's how long it took them to finish a bottle of scotch. I can see that. Yep. Yeah, that's I did hear that. Yeah. Holes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's about how long it takes to finish a bottle of scotch. Oh, like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Well, why would you make something that ridiculously hard? Why would you tell the motherfucker, like, Okay, the object of this game is to put a ball into a little bitty hole 400 yards away in three tries. Well, this goes to my whole thing. They don't respect <laughs> competition that challenges the mind. Why Why? Why we ain't having a, a league of spelling bee champions all around? We do. Nobody no. respects it. Why we ain't having a chess, chess, chess player? We do. When you talking about us? I'm people? talking about no. I'm talking about humans. Like oh no, we do. Reverse. They the, don't respect. Reverse it. the NBA. Put chess 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 players. Up Everything there. that we have. Chess player getting paid fourteen point five million a year on a four year contract to play chess because they don't respect thinking. Just, no, that's what I'm saying. They don't respect it, that shit. These people make this money because we gave it to them. No, if everybody wanted to watch chess. Chess would be having fucking soccer player uh, fucking money. Because if everybody, if everybody wanted to watch chess... It's funny you said soccer players. Soccer players they, and they, baseball they, players. They shit on NBA, and them. Yeah, they make, they, them niggas, on them. they make them look like they... Uh-oh, for well, real? this is how small our world is. So uh, this there. is how small-minded Americans are. Americans think all American sports. NBA, hockey, football, rules, baseball, rules. Well, actually... Football, <laughs> soccer, 
as we call it, is the number one sport in the world. Yep. Fuck America. The world. The world, so on Craig. The, scale, the world. Let me tell you something about the fo- world, football, if y'all didn't know. Let me tell you something about this sport. It costs, it costs a billion dollars to acquire a team, not own it. But on a trial basis. A trial basis. That's how much money this shit makes. Oh shit. People don't realize this. That's your interview a billion dollars? Yeah, that's your your buy-in. Like like you buying into a hand of poker and hey, you know, this is not this don't mean you have a team. They sell you the team for a whole like a billion dollars and then tell you you gotta pay more on that if you decide to keep the team. I'm not joking. They, they they'll tell you like that's a buy-in. Like you get the team on a trial run for a billion dollars, and then you gotta pay all your own expenses after that. Like shit. But a billion dollars is just a buy-in to the league. Now you know if you want to stick with the league, you gotta pay. That's crazy. That's how much money they make though. Because people and people when I tell people this shit about soccer. As they call it, they can't believe that. Why? How can you even buy a team for a billion dollars? I'm like y'all don't understand it. What y'all see in, in North America is only North America. That's hockey, football, and Canadian football ain't shit. So that's not even a money maker. Mexico, yeah. When you talking American sports, you basically talking America. You talking about football, baseball, or basketball? Those three sports combined cannot make up the money that one sport has over the rest of the world. And when I say the rest of the world, I'm talking about everything in Europe, everything in Asia, everything in the Middle East. I'm talking about New Zealand and Madagascar. You right. know what I'm saying? Like people are so small about it, they think 50 states make up the world. No. <laughs> We are 50 states. I'm talking about every country in the world has nothing to do with football, basketball, or baseball. They got it all to do with soccer. So how can you spend a billion dollars on a team? Because you have every country in the world basically watching this shit. Exactly. A billion dollars is nothing to them. Yeah, they blow that shit out of They eat that shit alive. You got, I can't even list an amount of cut. You talking about like when you watch the World Cup, you got like fucking a hundred cu- countries compete just to get in a four year tournament. In the, right. In a, in a tournament that that's not even including the countries that didn't get qualified. So when you talking about a sport that has over two some two hundred some countries versus fifty states, a billion dollars is nothing. <laughs> and people don't understand that. I say you're small man You live in America You think the world is America But I give people this America is big for a country Nobody else has 50 states So America is basically like Almost a It's like a a, a continent In itself Not North America But just the USA Because what we have as states Is usually what make up countries In other places Yeah, Texas is a country all of these people California all of, that's Florida countries. Ohio Yes These are countries These are countries so, I get it that Americans are small minded Because you almost can't help it You grew up in a place You haven't even seen your whole country How can you Know about somebody else's country 
You don't even know about your whole country. You know how many people that I know that I grew up with that haven't been to more than two states? <laughs> yeah, I can put you in those. I know people that ain't been past Euclid. They live on St. Clair. I know people that live on Kidsman that ain't been past Euclid. That's like the Mason-Dixon line in Cleveland. Like, if you on Kidsman, you ain't been past Euclid. If you on St. Clair, you ain't been past Euclid. <laughs> I know people like that. <laughs> so imagine how small they world is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I laugh at those individuals. Exactly. Hey, look, all you individuals, I'm going to go ahead and fire this shot off at you. All you individuals, I'm gonna make sure I send my. I'm gonna make sure the individuals I'm firing this off at get this episode right here. Y'all crack me up. I, I don't fuck with the West Side. I don't Y'all make me sick. The West Side so, is so another you state. You don't come fuck with your whole ass motherfucking brunch with this shit because of where I live at. That ain't even fucking twenty minutes away from you. You it's suck. Still in the same city. You suck, man. You suck. But you know what I, I feel about the West Side that always fucked me up is that it's almost like you in another state. It don't even feel like it's Cleveland anymore. It don't feel like Ohio anymore sometimes. It not, that's not a bad thing. It's just that you have to adjust and adapt like we were saying before. You gotta adapt to your surroundings. You have to get used to going but when I, my, I, I've been coming on the West Side since I was younger. Yeah, I can but tell. But when I first started driving. But when I first started driving on the West Side, it was like another state to me. Not That's even how another I'm city. To like, not even like a suburb. It was like, I'm not even in Ohio anymore. You really are. <laughs> but yeah, how close I mean, you are. It's, it's still got blue signs. It's still got blue signs. <laughs> like, we think I'm on the East Side living somewhere. I, I drive through four different colored signs in 20 minutes. It's still got blue sides, y'all. Yeah. Sides still blue. But it just just seems so foreign. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When I grew up on the East Side, and people, thank you for that, though, I never saw a poor white person until I drove onto the West Side. I didn't even know white people was poor. (laughs) That's how the East Side is, though. That's how you raised on the East Side. All white people are rich. Or, or, or comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You are they got more money than you. That's all you know about white people growing up on the East Side. You sit there like, go, <laughs> go over there on West 45th and fucking. Dude, I've seen a white person use a food card. I passed out in the line. <laughs> <laughs> you had a what? I mean, we, that's back in stamps, though. It wasn't even a food card there. I've seen a white person pull out food stamps. I almost passed out. Like, Jesus, they had all. So imagine them saying they're pushing a whole two carts full of cans and shit and scrapping. You know what I mean? And they're serious about it. They'll beat your ass if you stop them in the pursuit of going to get that scrap money. But think I'm about saying how they'll beat the that fuck is, out you, though, man. That dynamic that if you grew up on the east side, you took your food stamps away back then when you, you was in the presence of white people. Because that's how you was raised. Like, you grew up on the east side thinking they were not superior, but they just had more money than you. You you grew up on the east side thinking they let you have money. See, I had the the blissful privilege of having a little bit of my, partial of my childhood being raised on the army base. With Which everybody, all, you know the real. Hey, look, everything yeah. is all—it's all even in playing field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If nobody is better than anybody. Y'all all in this together. Yeah, I've that's, seen every culture. That's not the east. I've seen every culture. You see every culture on the east side, but what you taught on the east side is they're all better than you. In Texas, I see every culture. Unless you, my sister's kids grew up in Colleen. They have no clue 
about the, the suburbs of Cleveland until they got here. Like, well, why is this like that? Well, why are they like that? They grew up in Killeen. Killeen. Yeah, Army Base. Yeah. They don't know why shit is like this because the white people they grew up with, they was all in it together. I grew up in an area where they reminded you daily that they were better than you. And then, you know what I'm saying? That, that they reminded you daily. And then for me, like we are better than you. <laughs> the other part of my fucking culture and background was introduced to me when I was super aware and fucking understanding what's going on around me. Yeah. I don't fully understand it, but I know shit is fucked up. And here's a reason why. I got introduced to that. So I became militant before I even hit a grade. And folks it, didn't know it. you militant. And folks didn't know it, it because I knew how to... I mean, imagine sitting there every day and somebody telling you they better than you. And your mother telling you, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. But every time I go back to school, they saying they better than me. And so who lying? You or them? <laughs> and now you starting to question your own mother. Like, what? Now you're supposed to question your old mother. Yeah, because every time I go back to school, they saying you lying. Like, you wasn't, hey, look. Your mother's lying. You're you're inferior. The moment, the moment, <laughs> look, the moment I was the high I'm, the high I am right now, yeah. in church, a Baptist church, as a teenager, we talk about 14, yeah. 15. I was sitting in there, I'm like, the moment that I went to church high and listened to the, the you know the sermons and all that is when I knew what was really the case when it came to this. You know what I'm saying? The black church. Started shit. feeling a little brainwashed. It, I was pissed, <laughs> but I was like, I was so cool because I was I'm high, so I'm looking like, and I'm looking at everybody. <laughs> like you, you believe that? You believe that? You believe that? And I'm looking at everybody. They don't even see. I'm looking at them, but I'm looking like. Oh wow! I went to church. The individual. And I'm glad you said that because I went to church off of Code Forty Five one time. Oh shit! He was a revelation. He was a revelation. He was a Billy D. I, I wasn't supposed to go to church that day. Oh, so let me clarify that, y'all. I didn't just wake up and say I'm going to Sunday school with a bottle of Billy D. I was actually. <laughs> I was. I was supposed to attend this Bible study thing because I was trying to get on the pastor's daughter at the time. So she told me to attend this Bible study thing. I'm like, yeah, and I was driving at the time. So I drove up there, but I but I had a thing of Billy D and I'm kicking it and then when she called I think of Billy D. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking the Coke 45 deuces, kicking it. And then she pays me, because that's how long ago it was. She pays me, like you come to the thing and I'm like, oh. Church, yeah, I'll be there. Oh. And I showed up full of Billy D. Full of Billy. That's the first time I was. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, full first of Billy D. Church, so I was Billy D. Now it wasn't like, like I said, it wasn't a planned thing. Like I just woke up, like I'm gonna drink these. I'm gonna drink this forty and then go to church. Just so happened I was in church one day, and like you see, though it was a revelation. I, not, not the book, I but per- a revelation. To I, me. I purposely chose to smoke. Yeah, I did. That was a choice. I was like, "Fuck this!" I want to see how it feels, cause I feel like this on the sober. There's some bullshit going on, but I want to go ahead and get into my zone and really see. And I'm just look. It hit real hard and different. Well, as I'm saying, I know exactly what you're saying. Even though I went in there, um, you know, because she called me like, "Hey, 
you come and I'm like, I'm yeah. like, why? But I'm when like, I started listening to it and I'm on that Billy D, I was like, yeah, this don't work every time. <laughs> like, I'm looking like, why the hell are they collecting money from the strugglers? And using, you know what I mean? Okay, I can go there. No, matter of fact, tithes, offers. Matter of fact, well, no, I went to a church that had a building fund after they built a new building. You know what? See? No, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. No, 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 no. Listen here, y'all. <laughs> I'm we about to sign off. We sign. We are signing off. I can't. You know what? I can't. That was it. For the people out there, that's not a joke. I actually went to a church that kept collecting the building for after we had a new building. That's when I'm like, hey, something's wrong here. <laughs> what are we building now? We got a new building. <laughs> oh, somebody's retirement fund. Man, I'm that, telling you. That was the building fund. Hey, look, yo, we about to go ahead and get over here. I'm, it's your host. I'm live, Ty Handles. Ty Live Handles. All right, man, I'm out. But that's not a joke, though. That's, that really happened. Turn, turn the beat up a little bit on this. We're going to buy about out here. Y'all be careful. Stay, you know, stay, be sucker free. All that shit, man. I'm just, we out here, man. I'm I want to say, go to the end of this beat where he say the, the most important thing. It's, it's an important part of the end of this beat, y'all. It's right here. My man, I'll tell you this. What you say? I want to live. I want to live. 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 Y'all want to live. Just quit being evil. Evil spelled backwards is live. We out.